Another edition of the My Team Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only talent, though my Taylor. It is August 18th. It is just around 72 degrees. It's a beautiful day in here in South Florida. We got a whole lot to here to talk about today. It's been a it's been a busy week. Listen, we get baseball, we got some injuries to go over, we get football, we got some basketball. And did I mention we get to talk some baseball? Yeah, folks, you know what I say back at it like a sports fanatic. You know what I say, regardless of the time, regardless of the weather, it's always a good time to talk some sports. So, let's start talking. Woo! All right, listen. It's it's it's, ba- it's baseballs all. It's, it's baseball playoff time, and right now, if you're a base, if you're a baseball fan, you, you should be kind of happy. Well, two of the biggest markets in baseball right now are doing unbelievable things in the playoffs. But more than anything, you know what's gonna happen. You know what's gonna happen here, and I hate to say it, is that it's gonna make a lot. A lot of people are gonna look smart. At the end of these playoffs, when it comes in baseball, a lot of people are going to end up looking smart. And what I mean by that is that a lot of baseball aficionados, a lot of experts or whosoever, they all said that the Yankees were 100% built to make the kind of run that they are currently making in the playoffs. They said, listen, they started hot, they kind of tapered off, and they said, listen, you, the Yankees are the last team that you actually want to see playing game, this series, and now we're talking about possibly going to the World Series. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I wasn't worried my damn self. And it's for a completely different reason. I'm not going to sit here and act like I knew what the Yankees' on-base percentage is or what their slugging percentage was or how many... Actually, I, I, I was keeping track of Aaron Judge's home runs. You know, because, you know, he was, he, was, he was that dude. Like, he was really putting up those numbers. But I'm not going to sit here and act like I knew all of those numbers. But there are things about sports that... I guess we all can say that you should know as a constant. In the fir- in the first round of the NBA playoffs, it doesn't really matter. Home coming back to like this is this this what I'm about to tell you right now doesn't apply there. Maybe in the quarterfinals, definitely by the time you should get to the conference championship. Most likely by the time you get to the championship, depending on how lopsided it is, you know, these last couple of years. So, and also depending on who's playing. Like those four or five teams, those six, three matchups, 
maybe even a couple of those two seven matchups. This may apply there. The way things have been looking lately, this doesn't really apply in those one eight situations. And what I'm saying is that most times when you have a playoff series, right, you have two games where the dominant team or the team with a better record plays at home, and then there's two games that they play away, and then you come back to, you know, where um wheresoever. And you come back home, you know, first thing, if you're the dominant team, then depending on how things are matching, you may come home, you know, go away, then come back home, or... They may stay for you, or you may stay on the road for a third, and then you know go back home, home. You know, or in baseball, you have a five-game series, so it's two games at home, two games on the road, and then bam, you come back home. And here are the Yankees, the away team, and they fall two zero to the Cleveland Indians, and the Cleveland Indians, respectfully, being one of the best teams in baseball this year. When it came down to playoff pitching, this boy CC so far has whew, he's been pitching, pitching straight heat. <laughs> it's a little too much heat. <laughs> and the bats are once again waking up for the New York Yankees. So, when they lose two games and they go on the road, I'm not really worried because I'm saying the Yankees still have to go back to Yankee Stadium. And let's see what happens then. Now, the Yankees happen to lose that third game. Well, in that first round, it's over. But they win. And they win and they win. And that's kind of what happened both times. And that's just I haven't been worried both times. But what has happened, and if you've noticed, is that once they've won those two games coming back to Yankee Stadium, that momentum has shifted. That momentum has shifted. And so far, the Yankees have found a way to win both games, three, four, and five now in both series. And now the the Yankees now are one game away, folks. One game away from playing in the World Series with this young lineup. Judge, Gregorius, Sanchez... Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Sabathia, as I already mentioned. Tanaka. Like, who? Who? Did, did work tonight, too. So, and, you know, and and if we all know the Yankees, right? The Yankees are so professionally ran. And they have been for years. The pinstripes. The no sideburns. You know, the no mustaches on the beards. You know, you know th- that kind of thing. I, and I say the no sideburns because that's me actually making fun of that Mr. Burns Simpson series where he had that rigged team. <laughs> but they are so professionally ran that you can see how the organization is. And their young star is such a young, humble star that he's six foot seven. He's monstrous, but he's towering, I should say. But he's he's a gen, he's a gentle giant. He's humble. He says all the right things. You know he doesn't he doesn't let the spotlight really get to him. He's acting all he's he's acting the way that you would want somebody to act after having having Derek Jeter for two decades. That's been Aaron Judge. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, we have potentially 
literally on the opposite side of the United States, the LA Lakers. Sorry, the LA Dodgers. Whose star is the complete opposite of what you would say Aaron Judge is. He is a boisterous, smack-talking, I will backflip after a bunt kind of player. And I love him for it. Because he brings a level of excitement to the game as well. And we've seen how he has helped his team also win in this postseason. Now we can get the LA Dodgers versus the New York Yankees. As the LA Dodgers right now. I didn't check it on their score. My apologies. During the first break, I'll make sure I go get a device so I can check it on, on their score. Because they were up. I listen, I, I caught the Yankees game earlier. Beautiful. 5 nothing, Home runs all over the place. Well, actually, no, sorry, not home runs all over the place. But there were home, there were a couple of home runs, a bunch of runs brought in. Whew. And like I said, Tanaka did his thing. Just like, just like how we've seen C. Sabathia do his thing so far. You know what I mean? We, like, we've seen, we've seen this team get beat by the off pitches. More than it has been the fastball. It's been real pitching, painting the corners, getting the slider, getting the curve, getting the splitter. Getting the five knuckle drag, the, the five knuckle shuffle, you know what I mean? Hitting them with a rock bottom, a people's edge. So the Yankees have not only has the bats come alive, and like I said, most experts would have said that they kind of predicted that the Yankees would be in this position. I'm not gonna say I predicted them to be in this position, but once the playoffs started, I'm, I am gonna say that I thought they had. A puncher's chance or a swinger's chance, being one of the better home run teams, and they definitely did, and things are working right now. And it, and more than anything, what I really wanted, what I really, 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 really want, is to be in New York right now. Like me, because me being a New Yorker, me being a fellow New Yorker, right, Brooklyn in the house without a doubt. You know what I'm saying? Me being a New Yorker, I really, really wish. I was in New York for this moment right now because I would love to feel that buzz that's going on in New York. You understand? I, I would like to feel I would like to feel that energy, that that pure rawness because you know they have to be excited. Listen, while they may not be getting any excitement from the Giants and they may be confused of what's going on with the Jets, they are one hundred percent excited about what's going on with the Yankees and that has to have the city buzzed. I would like to feel that energy. I would like to be in the middle of that. But I'm not. And I can't be. But what we what I can tell you is what we is how horrible we did for week six. If you're following my football picks. Because it was it was it was really bad. It was L after L after L after L after. Let's let's just put it this way. It'll be a lot easier instead of counting the L's this week. It'll be a lot easier for me to count the W's. Right? Let's just go here. I got the Washington San Francisco game surprisingly right. Houston. 
Oh, that's wrong. I didn't get that one right. Uh, yeah, that's how bad it is, B. Den- nope, sorry. No, not even that. Tennessee. I got three games right. Three games right. So if you listened to me about these football picks last week, which I'm, let's again, I'm anticipating a lot of people. It was a lot. Like, people that won last week, they were trying to make sideways bets. But we're going to do better this week. I promise you, we will do better this week. Let's just go over week six, right? Because, listen, just like how I took a lot of L's, well, so did the game of football. I mean, last week we talked about J.J. Watt, Odell Beckham, Big Ben possibly wanted to retire, Kalino, um, Charles Clayfum, no, and, and a bunch of other people. But there's more. It gets worse. So, first L of the day that I took was Philadelphia and Carolina. I had Carolina over Philly, and it was the opposite. It was Philadelphia over Carolina. As Philadelphia, it proves to 5-1. and one. Carolina falls to 4-2. and two. Next up, we've ha- um, we had Chicago beating the Baltimore Ravens. As the Chicago manages to get their second win of the... Managed to get their second win of the season with a 27-24 victory. Josh Howard put up... Is it Josh Howard his name is? I'm going to call him Josh Howard. Josh Howard put up 167 yards behind 36 attempts. Next up, we had Green Bay versus Minnesota. And not, not only was this, a, was this a bad loss as Minnesota beat the Green Bay Packers 23-10. to 10. Green Bay took another loss in another way that we'll talk about after these commercial breaks. Let me put you on the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multiverse Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. The games cost money, and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and yes, that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xboxes in between. Even family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Mercer's Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida, 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sunlight Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multivest Games, where you save more so you can play more. back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, still Talent T. Taylor. If you're listening, I want to thank you. And that means you are hopefully listening on mytradio.net. That's mytradio.net. 
or like I said, this is the sports show. You can easily also catch this at mytsports.net. That's not the only way to listen. We'll tell you more about that later on in the show as well. As we were talking about the losses that happened throughout the NFL, as I said, nobody took a bigger loss this week than the Green Bay Packers. As not only did they lose 23-10 to to a division rival, they also managed to lose their quarterback. Yes, folks, Aaron Rodgers is out for the season with a broken collarbone. It is a sad day, a sad, sad, sad day indeed for the Green Bay Packers. But you know who's not a sad day for? His backup. <laughs> he, he gets opportunity to see if he can lead this team the same way that, hey, Aaron Rodgers, you know, was kind of was forced to take over for. Actually, they kind of forced. They kind of forced Brett Favre out. Maybe it's not the same, but he gets the opportunity. He, he gets opportunity that a lot of people get to get out there. A lot of people don't get out there. Part of the reason why Kaepernick is kind of suing the NFL for collusion. Because he isn't getting the same kind of opportunity that other quarterbacks with lesser talent are receiving. I'm talking about other quarterbacks with lesser talent. The Washington Redskins beat the San Francisco 49ers as the Was- as San Francisco 49ers still can't manage to win a game. That final score was 26-24. As Kirk Cousins put up 330 yards with two touchdowns and one interception. His, he's his number one receiving target, Chris Thompson, or the well, biggest producer of the night, I should say, put four receptions for 105 yards. Next up, we had Detroit in, in New Orleans. And Detroit managed to lose that game horrifically. 38 to 52 as Matthew Stafford put up 312 yards with three touchdowns and three interceptions. As Detroit's defense also did, also managed to ball out as well, get a couple of interceptions and big plays out on Sam, out on New Orleans Saints and Drew Brees, but it just wasn't enough as Mark Ingram also managed to rush for 114 yards behind 25 attempts. Up next, we had the Miami Heat taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Sorry, the Miami Dolphins taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Well, both of those Miami teams are going to suck this year. So, eh, who really matters? What? <laughs> so, but seriously, we have the Miami Heat taking on the Atlanta Falcons. And listen, this was a game that Atlanta was actually up pretty much, I believe, 10 to 17 points, something like that, around that nature. I think actually, I think they were up 17 and nothing at one point in time. And Miami managed to to round to 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 fire off 20 unanswered points to come back and win 20 to 17 and upset Atlanta to give them their second losses of the of the year as the Miami Dolphins improved to 3 and 2 the Atlanta Hawks fall to 3 and 2 Jay Ajayi rushed for 130 yards listen you don't get more better than than that the Cleveland Browns remain undefeated sorry Remain winless as they lose to the Houston Texans 17 to 33. The New York Jets get robbed at home versus the New England Patriots as they lose 24 to 17 on a play that they, on a touchdown play by their tight end, 
um, Nefarious Jenkins or something like that. His name is Safarius Jenkins. Safari Jenkins. On a play that Safari Jenkins caught for a touchdown. But he, they said he didn't manage to break the pylon or correctly. And he fumbled it in the end zone. Meaning that it was a touchback. And New England's ball. And that was kind of basically how it went. Listen, I'm going to tell you. These, like, these New York Jets team is giving me a headache because I, I had no clue they were going to be this competitive. And, and, and listen, it's, it's a good thing, too, because like, the expectations were so low for them is that that's all I really kind of wanted them to happen is that I wanted to get you, that you saw them get rid of all of the veterans, all of the people that was going to need minutes, all of the people that was going to need time, all the people that was going to need tailoring, too, all the people that was going to need attention. They took around all those need me guys, right? <clears throat> And they got rid of them. And they just let the cream float to the top. Let anybody that can produce, produce. And whoever whoever, whoever can show themselves as, as a leader or a captain or somebody worthy of big-time minutes, then you know what? Let's, if Josh McCowan is not the quarterback for you of the future, then listen, there's a lot of quarterbacks coming out. Checks are still not expected to be that good. You can't. They're not just gonna keep just whiffing automatically. There's really that many good quarterbacks. That means a good. That means that there's gonna be a decent quarterback coming out. Listen, maybe we don't get the Big Ben and we don't get Eli Manning. But what if they get Philip Rivers? Philip Rivers with this kind of talent on the team, it makes the Jets at least interesting for at least a decade, and puts them in contention until the tail end. Because hey, this is fancy right now. LA sucks. And Josh McCowan, mind you, 351 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. The biggest producing quarterback of the evening. Yes, folks, I will say it again in case you didn't hear me the first time. So, Josh McCowan. Was the highest producing quarterback of the evening with 351 yards passing. Yes, folks. That's how that went down. I know. That shows you that with some kind of talent or with a talented quarterback back there, let's say Deshaun Watson caliber kind of player maybe as that young of a guy where you quite don't know what it is about him yet but he brings some kind of buzz athleticism winning mentality accuracy or whatever it is and he finds a way to and he finds a way to inject that into your team with with what the the kind of people that they have that are hustling now you may be able to surprise a couple more people than just so far three or what really should be four and two at this point in time Seriously. But that's a different conversation for a different day. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers lose to Arizona. As, and I didn't write the score down for that one. It doesn't even matter because they're another team that took another L. As the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost their quarterback and they lost their game. As Adrian Peterson, who finally gets traded to a team that wants to use him, behind 26 attempts, puts up 134 yards. And listen, because they finally have a have a have a excuse me because they finally have a rushing game 
the passing game finally opens back up for Arizona as Larry Fitzgerald comes away with 10 catches and 138 yards. Guess what? Guess what, folks? He was the second... Nope. Yeah, he was the second highest producer of the evening for catches. Just saying. Adrian Peterson, if I'm not mistaken, he was also... I believe he also had a top three performance of the night. Somewhere along there. He was pretty damn close. We had some amazing people put up some amazing numbers over the weekend. But, man... Imagine those two guys put turning back the clock, turning man in the hands of time. Adrian Peterson and Larry Fitzpatrick, Larry Fitzgerald, to be able to both put up both over 130 yards at their respectful age. We got to find a way to pay these men at some point in time. Continuing on, we have the L.A. Rams. Beating the Jacksonville Jaguars 27-17. And again, that saw Todd Gurley put up 116 yards. Also, listen, that was that did not go unanswered by Leonard Fournette, who put up 130, and both of these guys were used, right? 23 for, for, for Todd Gurley and 21 attempts for Leonard Fournette. The LA Chargers beat Oakland Raiders 17-16. As listen, without a decent quarterback. Or 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 for half healthy, in with a half healthy quarterback, I don't think the Oakland Raiders are gonna even gonna look anything like what we thought they could possibly be this year. The Pittsburgh Steelers find once again have the Kansas City Chiefs numbers, and they beat them nineteen to thirteen. As yes, folks, two of the biggest producers in their respectful, respectable categories, Le'Veon Bell with one hundred and seventy-nine rushing yards to beat out all rushers. <laughs> That's thirty-two attempts, one hundred and seventy-nine yards. And a touchdown, and also Antonio Brown with 155 receiving yards. Folks, that also would lead the night with five. I'm talking about eight, was that eight catches, 155 yards, and also a touchdown. In Denver, this is probably going to be <laughs> this is probably going to be one of the most amazing things you're going to hear. In Denver, the three and one Denver Broncos lost. To the 0-5 New York Giants. 23-10. As the New York Giants. Listen to this. As the New York Giants. Right? One of the worst running teams in the league. Beat the Denver Broncos. Who has one of the best defenses in the league. Not only that. The New York Giants beat the Denver Broncos. Doing the thing. That the New York Giants do the worst Versus the Denver Broncos against something that they do the best. I don't get it. I don't get it. This is the kind of week we had in football. This is the kind of week we had in football where everything was just tipsy, turvy, roundabout, all over the place. Just, I mean. Can you dig it, sucker? Just crazy bananas, B. And last but not least, we had the Indianapolis Colts 
versus the Tennessee Titans. And like I said, I happen to get that right too. Tennessee Titans end up winning that game 36 to 22. As we see on Mario Marcus Mari Mar Mar Marcus Mariota here. Yeah. Put up over 300 yards from the pocket because he had a hammy injury and he couldn't run. He couldn't go. One touchdown, one interception. Also, we saw Derrick Henry. 19 attempts, 130 yards, 31 yards rushing. That's the kind of games we had. That's the kind of time that we had this week. But listen, listen, listen. What's more important is the kind of week that we're going to have. So when we come back from this break, we're going to let that simmer in. We're going to let you guys know you need to watch out for Detroit and Houston because they have a bye week. So Detroit and Houston are on a bye. And when we come back from this commercial break, we're going to get into week seven. We're going to talk some NBA. We already talked some baseball. This is the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm Talon T. Taylor. You've been listening. I'm out. I'm sorry. I'll be back. Stay tuned. Woo! It's 420 somewhere, and you should be prepared. There's no better way to prepare like heading down to Smoky Mules, where you'll find all your smoking accessories from vapes, bongs, pipes, papers, incense, cleaners, and more. Just go to Smoky Mules at 1311 Southeast 17th Street, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33316. Tell a mighty radio center and receive a special in-store discount. It's not going to be on too. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. Once again, if you're still listening, I appreciate you. We're about halfway through with the show. You're either listening on MyTRadio.net or MyTSports.net. Or we, I did talk, I was going to tell you about the other places. You could also be listening at, directly at MixLR. That is one way. That's M-I-X-L-R. And during the next break, I'll tell you the final way that you could possibly be listening to this podcast. Once again, I want to thank you as we get back into the show. So, week seven in the NFL. So Detroit and Houston has a bye, and we're gonna come across. We're gonna come across a lot of good teams. We're gonna come across a lot of good matchups. We're gonna come across. Not sorry, I like this jam. Let this simmer for a little while. Actually, not. For the first game up, Thursday night game, this game tomorrow, we have Kansas City versus Oakland. In Nevada, or wherever Oakland is playing at these days. Woo! That was heavy. <laughs> I expect Kansas City to not make the same mistake that they did last week. They're going to try to find a way to continue their winning ways. Like I said, Pittsburgh just happened to have their number. I don't see Oakland having anybody's number right now. So I have Kansas City taking one on the road and beating Oakland. Next up, we have Baltimore versus Minnesota. Minnesota Minnesota's been a weird team to kind of gauge this week. And so has the Baltimore Ravens. So I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to play it safe. 
I'm gonna say Baltimore's coming across to Minnesota. They may not, they may not quite be ready yet. Joe Flacco really isn't impressive, and you know what? Minnesota still has a bunch of talent that they're trying to, that they're trying to see what can happen. Matthew Stafford for Minnesota has been if he's been week to week, so you always have to keep an eye on him, not just for the purposes of picking who's gonna win these games, but for the purpose of your fantasy football league, because not only does his absent uh, like his at his absence affects his production, it also affects the production of guys like his his number one wide receiver, Diggs, who is also tailoring an injury right now. So you have to watch out his production. I believe he's t- he's he's tending to a groin or something like some a groin or a hammy, something around 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 that 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 that, that region. So you need to watch out for those guys, but. Until further notice, right now, right now is Wednesday, and this is when you're getting this information. And with the information I have provided to me up to this point on a Wednesday night, I'm gonna have to go with Minnesota, right? And just like how, like I said, injuries have been has been literally decapitating teams. There's no team that is being greater decapitated than the Green Bay Packers, that they no longer have their head Relman quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. Things, things are not going good right now. And I expect them to lose to the New Orleans Saints as they look for a back-to-back victory. As we are going to see that 24-karat gold-looking uniform rush up and down that Lambeau field and put up some numbers the same way they did last week. And then we have the New York Jets coming down here to Miami. Now, this is a game that is going to personally interest me. Now, listen. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it out to, the, to this game this week. Right? I, I, I normally get the opportunity too, but you know what? It's going up to a much better cause because you know it's one of my homegirl's birthdays, and she really ever goes up to one of these things like that. So he'll go ahead and, and, and experience this. So you know, future and and some future consideration. Happy birthday, Claudia! Happy happy birthday, Donnell! Happy birthday, Jave! And happy birthday, Monica! Now all of you guys are gonna have a birthday between now and the next show. So I just want to show you guys love. Make sure for you listen or anybody. Listen to MightyRadio.net on October 22nd because you know what? I am going to drop for you five, yes, folks, five brand new playlists that day. It's going to be amazing. Let's get back to talk about amazing things because I'm going to have to make sure I get at least to Miami extra, 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 extra early that day because I'm going to want to make sure I catch this Jets versus Miami game. And listen, this is a game that I expect. Like before, I expect the Jets to win. I expect the Jets to continue. Like, listen, they fell off a little bit last year, but I expect the Jets to continue their streak and and continue winning games down here in Miami, so that I can wholeheartedly celebrate with a thunderous. Well, that was not thunderous. Let's let's start that over. Let's start that over. Like I said, because I wanted to be heard in the streets of um, from uh, from Hialeah to Port. St. Lucie, I'm telling you, everywhere in between, I want to be able to celebrate, blast it up and down your highways, your byways, your back streets, your front streets, your dirt roads, your... I want it to be like that. And I'm going to miss that this year. But you know what? I'll be there in spirit. I will be there in spirit because if you know there's anybody that loves their Jets, it is me. And I will make sure I catch them. I catch them every chance I get. Just like how I spent Chicago. 
catching L to Carolina. I, Chicago, Chicago has an identity, right? And it's an identity that every single young team, every team with a young quarterback would take if they had the option, right? And the ones that have the option are taking it. Don't underestimate what Jordan Howard does for Chicago. Because remember, Jordan Howard ultimately made Matt Forte expendable. And remember how good Matt Forte was for that team. Not only running the ball, but also catching out the backfield. I mean, Matt Forte was still potentially good enough for him to steal two years, two years of money out of the New York Jets, where most players go to steal money. So, they have a combination of give it to your running back, let him run 20 plus times a game, and let him eat up yards. You're going you to play some clock management. Don't turn over the ball. Nobody cares about the big play anymore down the field as much as they do. Like, you understand? You know, you know who really likes the, likes the big play down the field? Young quarterbacks. You're starting to notice this, right? I don't know if you guys notice it. Young quarterbacks like the big play down the field consistently. Oh, every single play. Like I said, every single play really needs to be attempted for 15, 20, 30 yards down the field. Those are really, those are really your, 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 your young quarterbacks. Most of the older guys, they're dinking and dunking until you get sick of them. And then one day, then all of a sudden, it's bam. You just, you just see something open up 50 yards down the field. Bam. You just see something open up 30 yards downfield because they've been wearing you out with, with nonsense. And Chicago has that formula. Chicago has that has that formula, that formula that the Jaguars have. The formula that 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 the um the, 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 the that not the Chargers. The Chargers would have it. If 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 Phillip Rivers was it wasn't wasn't so much into himself. But it's it's the same kind of it's the same it's the same kind of offense option that the Rams have. That's what I'm I've been trying to say. Rams, Jacksonville, like even Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, you know you understand, but they have a guy to satisfy Big Ben and Le'Veon Bell. I'm sorry, Antonio Brown. So that's kinda counter that's kinda counterproductive. But that that those listen, Chicago's Mitchell Trubisky falls right into that category. Also Tennessee Titans, as we saw, as not only did Marcus Mariota throw for three hundred yards in the pocket, they have, they they have a bundle of running backs, one being Demarco Murray, who they just like to give the ball to in an abundance of times and just have him bludgeon his way downfield until you get sick of seeing his ugly mug, or his well or his clean shaved mug. Sorry, I don't want to call him ugly. I don't really, you know, have no preference, you know, saying his looks. But it looks like Arizona's going to take an L to the to the Rams this week. It's going to be a good game, isn't it? It's going to be a good game. Because we're going to see it for the second straight week. We're going to see it for the second straight week. If, the, if Carson Palmer, the Arizona Cardinals... Adrian Peterson and Larry Fitzgerald can repeat what they did last week now that Adrian Peterson is on that team. Because if they tend if they if they gonna give Adrian Peterson the ball twenty plus times, and we know the LA Rams are gonna give that ball to 
Gurley 20 plus times, then we are looking at a lot of smash mouth football there. And then it comes to who has the better quarterback playing, who has the better receivers. You know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to hate to say this. I'm going to pick Arizona to win this game. And saying that is probably going to screw me because that means that Carson Palmer is going to have a hell of a game. And if Carson Palmer has a hell of a game, that means I just may lose my fantasy football game. And I'm not trying to take my second L yet. You hear me, paparazzi? You hear me? I'm not, I'm not losing, B. If you, if, you want, if you want this victory, you're going to have to come take it, B. All I'm doing is handing that L's. You saw, my, you saw what I did last week? My kicker, son. My kicker stomped his way all over Andreas. Yeah, you heard me. You come get some if you want to. Back to football. Tampa Bay goes up to Buffalo. I don't know how to take this. Because we all know how Buffalo gets when, Buff- when it starts to get cold in Buffalo. Buffalo has may have already ran out their, oh, I'm going to win games now scenario. So, we're going to see if coming off a bye week can help them out. Because I don't, I don't know. Watch this game. Watch, watch, watch out. See, James Winston, we don't know how healthy he is. We don't know how... Well, Deshaun Jackson's okay. It's not Deshaun Jackson. Um, it's Sanders from Denver, who we're not sure about. Manuel. Buffalo off of a bye. And Tampa Bay flying up into the cold. Let's get this one to Buffalo. We're going to get this one to Buffalo. I'm going to say that Jameis Winston's shoulder isn't 100%. And I'm going to say that flying up into the cold weather, while Sean McCoy is still considered a top 10 running back in this league, top 5 depending on which week, they're coming off of a bot. Everybody's going to be rested. There's no hammies. There's no There's no wrist. There's no ankles. There's no, there's no slight, there's no, I mean, like, there's no nicks and bruises. There's no, there's nothing lingering. These boys should be ready. I'm going to take Buffalo to take this game. Just like I'm going to take Indiana to take that L versus Jacksonville. I don't believe in Indiana. I, I still don't believe in Indiana no matter what they do. No matter how many yards T.Y. Hilton is going to put up. No matter how many times they're going to ask about it. Until I see Andrew Luck back there, I have no faith in them winning games. But I do have faith in Jacksonville giving that ball off twenty plus times and trying to get and trying to get work out of Fournette. I expect Tennessee to, to beat Cleveland the same way that <laughs> Tennessee won their Monday night game against Indiana. You gotta sit Marcus Mariota back there somehow and they just gotta pass that ball properly. Dallas should pick up an easy victory versus San Francisco. So we're going to have Dallas over San Francisco. We're going to have Pitt- Pittsburgh over Cincinnati. The Seattle Se- with Seattle Seahawks, we're going to have them lose. We have them beating the New York Giants. I don't believe the New York Giants yet. We're going to see if they finally have found the formula. They give their running back. Listen, so we're going to see if, yeah, we're just going to see. 
we're gonna see if new if they have figured out the formula yet. That's gonna be big. And then Denver gonna play the Chargers, and I'm gonna expect Denver to be highly motivated coming off of the loss that they had, and wanted to make and definitely wanted to get after Philip Rivers at any chance that they get, and just and just and just eat his whole face whole, like just. <laughs> for the and for that Sunday night primetime game, we have New England Patriots versus the Atlanta Falcons. This is a rematch of the Super Bowl. This is in New England. New England has given up three hundred yards passing. To basically, oh, every single quarterback they have faced. And Atlanta still manages to find a way to only be, what, 4-2 right now? So, 3-2? We're going to see. I'm going to pick Atlanta to win. But that's only because... We know that Atlanta should pass for significant yardage. So we're gonna pick. We're gonna pick. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna see if Matt Ryan learned anything from last year. If he can come out. And do what he didn't do last year because that's gonna be the big kicker. Can you can you not really exact revenge from the from the loss in the Super Bowl, but feel like you know what we're taking a step in the right direction. As in the Monday night game, we have Washington taking playing Philly. As both of these teams are taking steps in the, in the right direction. And to be honest, I have no clue how to call this game. I, I'm like I expect Kirk Cousins to ball again, but I expect also Philly. Yeah, we'll pick that game when we come back from this commercial break because. I'm not going to lie to you. That's a very difficult decision for me. That is a very, very, very difficult decision for me to make. But you know it's not a difficult decision for me? And that's trying to figure out what to do on a Friday. So I'm going to tell you what I tell most people. Stop worrying. Stop thinking. Head down to Capone's Nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. This is where you'll find DJ Scepter mixing in the lounge room so you can start dancing and start drinking. And I understand... Some of you may be an introvert. Some of you may be a little bit tired. Some of you may you may you may be a little something to loosen up. So listen, start drinking so you can start dancing. But regardless of what you do, make sure you do it with DJ Scepter every single Friday from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy. Fellas, you bring your swag. It's going down at Capone. But wait, there's more. If you're trying to find DJ Scepter, 
on a Wednesday, or if you try to figure out what to do on a Wednesday, and listen, this is reason you should be trying to find DJ Scepter. But if you try to figure out what to do on a Wednesday, listen, you'll find DJ Scepter DJing at O'Malley's nightclub. Yes, folks, that's tonight, hump day, from 10 p.m., which means he's already started, to 2 a.m. Listen, DJ Scepter is playing everywhere that you want to be. When I say everywhere, I mean everywhere. We're talking about birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs, quinceaneras, bachelors, bachelorette parties, and... Very recently, brand newly, also for the Miami Heat practice games. Yes, folks, DJ Scepter is the brand new DJ for the Miami Heat. So, yes, DJ Scepter is playing everywhere, and he he puts a royal touch on everything. And for reservations, listen, go to Bookings. At DJScepter.com. Again, email him at B-O-O-K-I-N-G-S at DJScepter.com. DJ Scepter. That's my DJ. back still the mighty sports podcast just to give you a quick update I'll give you a quick quick update on these scores we have the cubs leading the dodgers two to nothing top of the fifth earlier i already told you the yankees beat the astros five to nothing and last time i checked the san antonio and minnesota game it was tied up at 33 that young squad versus that old squad, or that, or that young squad versus that young old squad, old young squad. I don't even know how to, how to determine what San Antonio is. They're because they're not really old anymore, but they're not. They're just they're just a team. It is a mixed team that everybody keeps thinking is old and boring, and yet they just find ways to win. And that's what I think is gonna happen in, in, in with with Philly. Philly's just gonna find a way to win. I don't. It's still a tough one for me. We we gonna we gonna go on Philly. We we gonna go with the home team on this one. But that that that's about it. Like that that's about it. Like if it wasn't for the fact that it was the home team, I wouldn't even talk about them. But you know what? You know what we really want to talk about. We all want to talk some basketball. We're not talking about some major basketball. Because some things happened. Some things went down last night. I mean, basketball finally had a season opener. And it was a season opener to be remembered. As we had the Boston Celtics with brand new Kyrie Irving. And that new young squad that they put around there. You know, with the draft picks. Through trades. Through free agency. I mean, they hit them all. And they hit A's on every single one. Versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Who folks, I told you, I'm going to tell you like I told, like I tell you every single year. The Cleveland Cavaliers are going to win a championship this year. I, I don't get how they're not the favorite. You have the best player in the world. In LeBron James. He's a four-time, sorry, he's a 
three-time champion now. He's a four-time MVP. This is LeBron James we're talking about here. How can he? How is he not the favorite to win a championship when he has another former overall number one pick in Derrick Rose, who's also out here balling? You also have Dwayne Wade, who's also another champion. You also have J.R. Smith, who's also a champion, and Tristan Thompson, and Iman Shumpert, and Kevin Love, and and Jeff Green, who's 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 gonna be a, who's gonna be another piece of talent that, that that's gonna be unexpected. That people are gonna people are gonna. People are gonna undersell. He's a championship caliber team again, and LeBron James being the best player in this world with a team that has, like I said, Derrick Rose, Dwayne Wade, Jeff Green, Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, Iman Shumpert, J.R. Smith. Who else? Um, 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 the, the Carroll kid. Is it Carol? Is it Carol kid? Or is Carol the one in Brooklyn? Did he get the other one? Well, who I'm mistaking him for? Well, one of those, one of those, one of those Carol-like characters. <laughs> like you, you understand the kind of squad they have, and oh yeah, Isaiah Thomas. Like, are you telling me if I would have, if I would have just sold you that team alone without LeBron James, that you wouldn't think they would, they would at least make it to the Eastern Conference Championship? And now you put LeBron James on that team. That's like putting Kevin Durant on the Golden State Warriors. Like you're talking about instant championship. So, I expect LeBron James and Cleveland Cavaliers to win a championship this year, and that's the, and, and that's what we got. We 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 got them, but we but that's also because we got both teams that were in the finals. Because we also got the Houston Rockets and their new team with Chris Paul and the bearded one. As Golden State Warriors received their rings, and these were good games. If we're talking about the Golden State Warriors game, was a one-point game, and the Cleveland game within the first five minutes. We had an injury to a key player on the court. So if you haven't heard it yet. You're probably going to want to YouTube it, pull it up. In the five-minute marker of the game, Brandon Haywood, Gordon Haywood, goes up for an alley-oop attempt. Kind of gets clipped in the air, falls down. Next thing you know, his foot is pointing directly at him against his will. Fractured his ankle, foot Kind of rolled, broke out of place. Probably going to be some ligament damage. He's automatically taken off the court. And just that quick. Whatever we thought Boston was, they aren't anymore. And without Gordon Haywood, you're probably going to expect them to ridiculously struggle. And... You know what? Kyrie Irving is still going to do what he does. 22 points. 11 assists. Jalen Brown added 25 points. And you know what really disappointed me? And and he'll probably realize this pretty soon. But Jason Tatum. This just opened up a window for him. 
And he is going to have to step up if he's going to expect or, or if we're going to expect anything out of Boston this year. Jason Tatum is going to be the person. And listen, he got you 14 points and 9 rebounds, right? We're talking about he's going to have to be that other guy at at least 18 points a game. And listen, he's right there, mind you. If Irvin and Brown are going to put up 22 and 25, him adding 14, bam, we're talking about couple more hustle plays, a few more effort plays, and we're talking about 18 and 10, 20 and 12, that could be Jason Tatum, and if he could give them that, if he can average that double-double, then Boston will be a completely different team, mark my words, and then when it happens, you know, we could all Take a step back and reflect and see exactly what happened. But remember, I told you that here first. And but and listen, it's gonna really it's, it's gonna need to happen. As Cleveland beat the Boston Celtics 102 to 99. And this is a three-point game. As the Cleveland Cavaliers were up also by 18-20 points at some point in time. After Boston obviously lost a key player and was kind of devastated, was a little distracted. But they managed to come back and make and at least make it look like a game. But they didn't win as LeBron James put up 29 points, 9 assists, and 17 rebounds. And he was basically and he and that was it. That's all it took to beat the Boston Celtics. That's it. Because you had no other player score over 20 points for the for the for the Cleveland Cavaliers. You had basically you had no player score in the high teens. The next highest player was Kevin Love with 15. Behind him was Derrick Rose with 14. Dwayne Wade put up 8. If I'm not mistaken, J.R. Smith was somewhere like, like 10 or 12. So all it took was really 29 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists, and 17 rebounds from LeBron James to beat, a bo- to beat, Boston, to beat Kyrie Irving and the Boston Celtics. And that's sad. And on the other end, we had a different kind of game. We had the Houston Rockets versus And like I said, this was a one-point game. A one-point game, people. James Harden put up 27 points and 10, and 10 assists. Eric Gordon came off the bench to put up 24 points. And yes, adding 20 additional points to that as well. P.J. Tucker. Yes, Mm-mm. I'm sorry. If you're wondering what CP3 did, he did a disappearing act. That's what he did. They still managed to win the game. Behind 4 points, 11 assists, and 8 rebounds by Chris Paul, the Houston Rockets beat the Golden State Warriors at home during ring night, 122-121. to 121. Behind the night that Kevin Durant put up 20, Stephen Curry put up 22. Nick Young came off the bench, kind of like Eric Gordon did, and put up 23. In a game that... In a game that 
Clay Thompson at one point in time was four for four from three point range. Oh, you asking what happened to the loudmouth? He had he had a night, not as much as as you think he would, but he'll average out for the rest of the year. And if he keeps putting up stuff like this, he'll manage to be a triple double. But nine points, thirteen rebounds. Sorry, thirteen assists and eleven rebounds. The kind of night that he had. And around the rest of the league, like 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 the game that I watched tonight over the Washington game for at least four and a half quarters was Brooklyn versus Indy. As Indy managed to beat Brooklyn one forty to one to one thirty one, and like I said, I chose to watch Indy versus Brooklyn over Washington and Philly, and within two minutes. I realized why Washington versus Philly was the ESPN game. Because, man, them boys, Ben Simmons, John Wall, Bradley Beal, that hustle, that energy, that youth, that play, 120 to 115 victory for Washington over Philly. As we're still seeing guys like Paul Gasol in San Antonio still hitting threes, still, still banging them out. We're still going to see the cat taking the people taking people off the dribble drive. We're seeing Detroit beat Charlotte one hundred two to ninety, and Orlando beat Miami one sixteen to one hundred nine. That's 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 the rest of in around the league. But ladies, it's your time. It's that special time of the night when we talk fantasy football, and for the most part, as we all know, as some of you know. I have a fantasy. I have an all women's fantasy football team, and I try to take a little bit of time out of every single week to give you some some pointers, some tips. Like, and I and I and I've told you before, if you have specific questions, email me directly. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on Twitter. Find me, Mighty Sports, Mighty Radio. If you have fantasy questions, and I mean the simplest questions, how do I edit my roster, Trisha? Monica, Rachel, Nicholas. You know, like things like that. You know, how how do I how do I how do I make a trade? How do I pick up a player? Like I I, I covered that, and I'm willing to do that again. Just ask me. But right now we're not talking about that. Right now, remember earlier we was like Alicia Keys. You heard her. She was talking about without you, but man. There's just some players that you thought that you was going to have all year to produce for you. But, like, man, they have proven to, to be some some beautiful liars for real. Charles Clay is still managing to be on the tight end from Buffalo. So if you was looking forward to him, he is completely out. As you may have heard me um say earlier, Emmanuel Sanders, the second wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, he is also out. That's just an issue. You got like Trevia Simmons. He may not have put up a 300 point out, but he definitely put up over 250. Listen, there was way too many 200. There's a lot of over 250 producers. So if you're thinking like, hey, I barely mentioned a couple, couple people that put up 300 yards. That's because those are the people that put up over 300 yards. You know how many people put up over 250 yards last, yesterday or over the weekend? And he's one of those guys that can do this. You know, because of the muppets that he has. Trevor Simeon, that is. Who was like Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas, but he doesn't quite have them anymore. 
And we're gonna see what how that happens. And the biggest loss still, the biggest the biggest loss, the person that's gonna lie to you the most, like you can't R E L A X anymore, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. He's out for the rest of the season. And if you're out, you're probably out there scrambling for a quarterback. If you haven't taken my if if you if you haven't taken my advice so far, then maybe Alex Smith is still out there if you're lucky. But listen, if Alex Smith isn't out there, then look look for Carson Palmer. As you heard me mention him, the addition of Adrian Peterson into that lineup allows him now to be able to do play-action plays over to Larry Fitzgerald. It allows him to be able to get 10 targets over to Larry Fitzgerald. It allows him to have time to get over to Larry Fitzgerald now. And all of those receivers, it now gives fantasy value value to now like a guy like Jay, like, like who was it? They have a Josh Brown or a Jalen Brown or a Jay Brown, I believe, on that Arizona team. Yes. Look for, look for Arizona wide receivers, but also look for Carson Palmer, the Arizona quarterback. He, he's a good guy that could be fit. And you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ladies. I apologize. I apologize. I told you it was coming, and, and here I am prematurely just giving you fantasy football tips without letting you know that it was on the way. So without further ado, here it is, ladies. The time for you. The fantasy football tips. The mighty fantasy Football tips, not winning tips, just tips, tips, tips. Just the tip? Just the tip. Just the tip. Let's just say what I want involves much more than just the tips. Just the tips. What I want is much more than just the tips. There we go. Now it's done right. Now I feel like I can really talk with you guys. <laughs> Apologize. I guess I was the beautiful liar here. Not doing this right. As I told you, Charles Clay, out. Tight end, Buffalo. Manuel Sanders, out. Wide receiver, Denver. Aaron Rodgers, out. <laughs> Quarterback, Green Bay Packers. But like I said, there are people out there that you should watch for. Right? Just like, listen, there's people out there that are injured, but you may, but you may not quite know they're quite injured yet. Stephon Diggs, the wide receiver for Minnesota, look out for him. He, we don't Make sure that he is healthy to play. Jameis Winston, went out with a collarbone injury. Watch out for him. Make sure he's healthy to play if you have him as a starter. Leonard Fournette. Hamstring injury. Make sure he can still play. Carolina's defense. Luke Keekley. He's he's he's. I believe he's still kind of out or questionable. But as I said, as we have a lot of players that are out, then that means that opens up opportunities for a lot of other people. So listen, somebody you need to watch out for Kirk Cousins. So if Kirk Cousins is available as a quarterback, which I doubt he is, go ahead and get him. But you know what? You should be starting him this week because. Monday night game, division rival, Philadelphia. Expect expect things to happen, right? And you know another reason why I think that Philly may win because also Washington doesn't have Josh Norman for this week. That's something that you need to watch out for as well. Let's um also the running back from the Giants, Darkwater. You know what I mean? Look out for him. He produced last week for the Giants. If you're looking for a running back, if the Giants have finally said to themselves that hey. We know that we can win by running this ball now 20 plus times to give Eli Manning a little bit more time or give Eli Manning just a breathing chance because we definitely don't have that top gear wide receiver anymore. Then yeah, Darkwise should be somebody you should pick up. Also, you should be picking up 
if you haven't picked it up again, Ingram. But be careful about this week. They're playing Seattle. So this week may be a bad indication if they're going to be able to produce or not. Look out for them next week. Use this week as another gauge in, as another gauge in week. Or another week for them to get a little bit more experience off of the, out of their, under their belt. Because after a week like Seattle, the week after that it should be a cakewalk. Because that because the differences in defenses should benefit them. Also, 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 Mr. Matt Ryan. If you have him, definitely start Matt Ryan this week. Right? I know he's not available, but you should definitely start him. He's going up against the New England Patriots. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold statement here, right? I'm gonna make a I'm, I'm gonna make a mighty statement. A ma- oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm gonna make a statement. <laughs> and that is Ryan Matt Ryan is gonna pass for over 400 yards this game. So if you have Matt Ryan, yeah, put him in there. He is gonna make he's gonna definitely eat up some fantasy football points. Also, as you as you already heard me allude to, Adrian Peterson. If you don't, if you already have him, start him. But more than Adrian Peterson, Carson Palmer, the quarterback for Arizona. Look and see how many, if if, if the number, because I, I, but I doubt that Larry Fitzgerald may be available. Look and see if that number two, maybe even number three wide receiver for for Arizona is. See who Carson Palmer now starts to single out now that he has time to pass the ball. See who else is able to break away and show themselves outside of Larry Fitzgerald because we already know now Larry Fitzgerald is gonna be his go is gonna be his security blanket. Who is gonna be the oddball? Who's gonna be his joker? Who's gonna be the wild card for him? That's the guy you're gonna look for for Arizona. Folks, that's my time. That's the show. Those are your tips. We got some we still got some a lot more sports going on here. As let's see if we can peeking at this score real quick because I would definitely want to get an update on this baseball score before we leave here so the scoreboard says wait for it yeah we're basically going to sit here and wait for this thing to load listen man I want to get it out there like I said we, we got we got a massive amount of sports to cover alrighty what do we have here top of the seventh Cubs up three to one. So at this current pace, and I'm definitely gonna go ahead and catch the end of this game because at this current pace, it doesn't look like the Dodgers are gonna complete the sweep over the Cubs. But that also means that if the Dodgers do complete this the sweep over the Cubs, we have a couple of great plays coming up. That's this has been the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Talent T Taylor. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned, stay blessed, don't stress. MyTRadio.net, MyTSports.net. Remember, where you can catch me. Everywhere and nowhere. Just saying. That's how we do. Good night. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night. Tired, baby. Tired. And now back to your regularly scheduled program.